0: Welcome to C3 Wellington, we're a community on a mission to live, love and lead like Jesus. For more information about C3 Wellington and to find out about upcoming events and services, visit our website c3wellington.com. We're so glad you're joining us for this message. We pray it impacts you today. Cool, so the title of my message is An Attitude of Gratitude. Come on now. I just want to read to you, um, my key verse today is 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 18, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Wow, I read that and I think, how, some days it's like, how do I give thanks But the Bible says to give thanks in all circumstances. So I'm gonna unpack this a little bit today. I wanna read to you um, Luke chapter 17 um, about when Jesus came to, it's the story of the 10 lepers. So Luke 17, verse 11 to 18. On the way to Jerusalem, he was passing along between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a village, he was met by 10 lepers who stood at a distance and lifted up their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice, Here we go. <laughs> and he fell on his face. At Jesus' feet. Giving him thanks. Gotta be good, eh? Isn't that amazing? Now he was a Samaritan. And then Jesus answered, We're not ten cleansed. We're the nine. Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. You know, with the words, um, he was met by 10 lepers who stood at a distance. You know, Luke reveals in this scripture, you know, the alienation that these lepers would have had You know, their condition ensured they were estranged from their loved ones in their community. You know, I'm sure that the nine who didn't return to Jesus after they were healed— We were overwhelmed with the opportunity to spend time with your friends and family. Like, can you imagine just like, what's it called? Quarantine. <laughs> um, how did you get here? <laughs> That's the two-year-old, fantastic age. But can you imagine, like, being, like, in quarantine, like, even think chicken pox, okay? I know people have chicken pox parties, but leprosy is probably a bit different, you know? You are, like, imagine if like, I'm here with leprosy and you're just like, nah, like, you're at such a distance. And these lepers were like, I am healed. Like, the first thing that nine of them thought were, I get to go home to my family, I get to go home to my friends, I get to party, I get to go back to school, I can work again, whatever they were thinking, but I'm just like, crazy. You know, how many times have we received the miracle or the breakthrough or the pay rise or the salvation or the house or the job? You know, the list goes on and we can easily just be so desperately needing something and it just falls in our lap and we just carry on. And you know, we need to stop and we need to say, Jesus, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that you answered that prayer, that you, you knew what I needed, you came through for me. But you know, often we're like the nine lepers and I wanna encourage us today, let's be like that Samaritan that was like, Jesus. And we fall on our face and we're just in awe because he is the most amazing, he's the reason we're here, right? Um, So thankful for him. And um, gratefulness is a wonderful feeling, but its power, real power, is released through expression. Now, in Psalm 103, verse 2, it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. You know, a really cool, awesome thing is that gratitude is a tonic, not like gin and tonic, but a tonic against disillusionment and bitterness. You know, how can you, I want to ask you, could you be bitter and be grateful at the same time? Probably not. You know, I want to encourage us, let's be a people in a church that is so grateful for all things. You know, every day I'm in awe of so much, but I have to choose, like I can wake up, sometimes it's really difficult living with me, just being honest, um, I can wake up and I can be like, oh, why am I up again to the children, oh my gosh, stop fighting, can you just read, there are people sleeping, can you just tiptoe, can't you just read, would you leave the Christmas tree alone? And then, honestly, like, that's, that comes out of my mouth in, like, the first 30 seconds of my life when I wake up. And then I'm like, but thank you, God, for coffee. I'm so grateful. You know, you've got to find something. There's something in those tough moments, you know, those... And I'm, and I'm not here to be little tragic stuff has happened, you know. I know that we're not... It's in my message somewhere. Um, it's in this next, but I'll just carry on. You know, and James... Paul tells us we will face many trials and disappointments. You know, we're not immune to the hard stuff. Rather, we should be looking for what God is teaching us and finding the things to be grateful for in some of our darkest days. So, we've been in Wellington for a couple of years. Prior to that, we were in Whiriaanga in the Coromandel The closest hospital, guys, was like an hour and a half. And I don't know if you've been to the Coromandel, but the roads are like car sick material. And so if you were sick and needed an ambulance, which we've had once, you had to go up that windy hill. So since we've lived here in Wellington, for some reason we've been in hospital, I think five or six times with our kids, which is so unusual. Like, I'm not a hospital mum. Um, it's not my favourite thing. Don't like hospitals. Don't ask me to come and visit you, because I'll send Shekinah. Um, they kind of give me that Ooh, feeling. Um, but we've been in hospital probably five or six times. Doesn't really matter how many times. But I'm so grateful that I can go, oh my gosh, my kid's got croup, and I can be at hospital in five minutes, and I can drive him, and we are there, and we're seen, and it's all good. And guess what? It's free, like crazy. So in those moments, I'm just like, I'm so grateful it's free, I'm so close because I stay till 2 a.m., I get free parking because they think I'm staff. You know, like there's so much to be grateful for. Yes, it sucks that my kids got crook. Yes, it sucks that I'm here and I'm missing church or whatever, you know, there's been reasons why I'm there and it's not all cool and the poor child, but what are we grateful for? You know, and I just want to encourage you because in those, honestly, I've learned so much in those horrible nights sitting in a hospital, like unable to sleep, unable to go to the toilet because can't put the child down or who's going to, you know? It's just a and it's so busy. But I want to encourage us even on the dark days and those days that we wish never happened, there is something we can be grateful to God for. And... Um, I remember about a year ago or longer, I was feeling a little bit blah, a bit down, a bit, I don't really want to call it depressed, but probably a bit like, uh, you know, anyone had those days or seasons where they're like, uh, blah. But one of our friends who's a doctor encouraged me um, to start a gratitude journal. And I already had one, but I hadn't done it for a while. And he said, just try it for three weeks. Um, try, write down three things every night. Honestly, it's like this little journal. It says one, two, three, you write down three things when you get into bed, and it makes you think, what am I grateful for? And he said, do it for three weeks. It'll become a habit. You know, when I look back through, I was going to bring it today, actually, because it's quite funny. <laughs> um, but, you know, on my hard days, I'd write things like, my beard. I mean, everyone knows. If you know me, you know that I love my beard. It's like my favourite place. It's so good. Anyway, and then I write things like my husband and my kids, like that was the hard days, because I'm like, I've got to think of something. Like, what can I be thankful for? But those are still wonderful things to be thankful for. It doesn't have to be like, thanks God that you gave us a house. It doesn't have to be like, you know, a million dollar thing to be thankful. And for washing on the line, for coffee with Abby. You know, there's so many things. Um, but also it just really helped me go to bed with a heart of gratitude, instead of stressing out about what is tomorrow, what is next week, oh my gosh, we've got gaming on tomorrow night, I've got to clean the house. I don't know, like whatever, right? Um, But I encourage you, if that's not something you do, even if you don't want to write it down, just go to bed and think, what am I grateful for? Like what has Jesus done for me today? And it will help. Anyway, three points um, today. Is this okay? Okay, cool. Okay, so number one, think thankful thoughts. So in Philippians 4, verse 8, it says finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honourable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. If there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. There's a reason we're told what to think. Come on, somebody. Who knows that the negative generally exceeds the positive? Like in our culture, it's like you just have to go on stuff.co. I mean, don't go on there. It's awful. But you just have to go on these things and you just, it's like, what the heck? What's up with Oh, I won't even go there. But, you know, there's so many things and it's like, it's just so negative. And there's a reason we're told to think about these things that are lovely, that are pure, that are commendable, that are excellent, that are worthy of praise. Because if we retrain our brain to think, like I could be like, oh my gosh, I've got to go to church. Or I could be like, I'm so grateful that you're here today. I'm so grateful that... We've got visitors with us today. I'm so grateful that we've got new kids in kids' church. I'm so grateful that Kirsty's in church and not in kids' church. I mean, the list goes on, you know? So we just need to retrain our brain to think, like think positive, be grateful, look for things to be grateful for. I just probably like jumped ahead of myself there. So point two is look for things to be grateful for. Because if you stop and look around, life is pretty amazing. Really, and um, if you don't think that, surround yourself with amazing people, and you'll just be like, wow, this is amazing. And um, I'm gonna love doing lunch today with you guys at Days Bay, because it's beautiful there. And um, the third point is speak gratitude. Like, speak it, I'm terrible, really. Like, I do love to text people and thank them, and I'm so grateful, and like, I honestly am. But sometimes I think all these things, but then I don't actually speak it. Um, Like, and Steve's a words person, for example. I should really be speaking, you know, what I'm grateful for. Like, I'm so grateful that he's my husband, that he stuck with me, that he encourages um, excellence, and he's an amazing dad. And the list goes on, but I should say that to him every day. Like, imagine how he'd feel, right? Then he would have a heart of gratitude and he'd be like, Oh my gosh, God blessed me with the best wife on the planet. And then, you know, like honestly, like that's how it works. Like it's like my heart overflows with gratitude, and then his heart overflows with gratitude because of yeah, you get me? Um So, um, Troy. Amazing, I was gonna say twinkle fingers. thanks Troy, if you don't mind like doing something amazing. Just want to let you know that my font's really big because I'm getting old. And I need glasses but I haven't been to get glasses yet. Um, cool, so as we approach Christmas you know, as we come to the end of another year let's be intentional with our thoughts. We have so much to be grateful for. The fact that you know we're about to celebrate Jesus being born you know he came for us he came so that we could have life and life in abundance and a full life and he is incredible you know if you're struggling to find something to be thankful for ask a close friend and I'm sure they'll suggest a few things I laughed when we went to see Liz this week. She was like, having a broken leg is so awesome because I get home care. Someone comes to do my housework because I hate it. I hate housework. And I laughed so much. I thought, she's like, I would break my leg again. She's like, then she's like, oh, no, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't actually. But honestly, she's sitting there laughing like creaming it because someone does her housework and she just sits there and watches them. Like how, what a great attitude. What an amazing attitude. I think we can all learn from Liz. Like I was just like, I laughed out loud. I'm like, you go girl. But that is the thing. There is something to be grateful for. We need to change our perspective sometimes. And just to recap on um, the key verse. If you backtrack in First Thessalonians, in verse 16, it says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. You know, let's think on the right things this coming season. Let's help one another and encourage one another to see the many things we can be grateful for. You know, we can choose what we think. Let's choose gratitude. Let's have the eyes to see all the pockets of surprises and amazing things in our days. And let's speak it out. Words are so powerful. Let us keep Jesus in the centre as we enter the season of His birth. This is the greatest gift we were ever given, Jesus, our Saviour. Do you know the Hebrew meaning of Jesus? It's to deliver and to rescue. I'm so thankful that He came to rescue me. I would hate to think what my life would look like if I didn't have Jesus. You might look at me and think I've got it all together. I certainly don't. And every day I'm just like, Jesus, thank you. Thank you that you came to deliver me and to rescue me. You know, maybe you're here today and you don't know Jesus. I would love to introduce you to Jesus.